0: This is the Adult Explore the Bible Weekly Leader Training Podcast. This podcast is designed to help teachers prepare to lead a Bible study group using LifeWays Explore the Bible adult resources. Each week, we review the Bible passage for that week's study. We examine some questions teachers may face, and we give some teaching tips along the way. This fall, we are studying the Gospel of Mark. I'm Amber Vaden, your host, and today I'm joined by Tim Pollard. Tim was here just a couple of weeks ago. You may remember, Um, Tim is the team leader for Explore the Bible Kids and always um, a, a welcome guest host on this podcast. So Tim, thank you for being here.
1: Thank you. I'm glad to be here.
0: Today, we're looking at session 12 and we're diving into Mark chapter 15, verses 24 through 39. So we'll begin. I'll unpack a little bit of what's happening in this passage, and then we'll jump into some questions that, as group leaders, you may be asked during your group time. So we want to make sure you are fully prepared uh, to be able to lead that discussion. In Mark chapter 15, verses 24 through 27, having been sentenced as a traitor for claiming to be the king of the Jews, Jesus was crucified. And his clothes were divided among roman soldiers by casting lots two other criminals were also crucified with him one on each side of him in the next verses the people and the religious leaders mocked jesus they called on him to save himself as proof of his identity even the two criminals crucified with him mocked him at noon darkness came across the land and lasted for three hours Jesus cried out in Aramaic, asking God why he had abandoned him. And some of the onlookers mistakenly thought Jesus was calling out to Elijah. They offered Jesus a drink, adding to the taunting. When Jesus cried loudly and died, the curtain in the temple tore from top to bottom. And a centurion declared that Jesus really was the Son of God. So a lot a lot is happening in this passage. The summary statement for the whole session is Jesus paid the penalty for our sins on the cross. Okay, well, we will just jump into some questions. Uh, Tim, was Jesus' death on the cross necessary?
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes
1: there's your simple answer yes absolutely (laughs) so obviously the answer is yes it was necessary and jesus knew that i mean that's the reason why it was here was to do that very thing uh, to die on the cross obviously we know that prior to christ's death on the cross that blood was required to um cleanse sin and we know that that there were animal substitutes that that took that role for the people when they made their sacrifices and they made those offerings to God, um, and the animal was sacrificed in their place. Uh, but with Jesus' death on the cross, that that was that was no longer a necessity. Uh, there were no no more need for animals to die because Jesus, the Lamb, uh, died in our place. So absolutely, his death was necessary.
0: It, it is hard uh, to read this chapter a little bit and to um, really take in all the details because it was horrible, and that's an understatement. Um, so it's hard to imagine that that was necessary, but it, it was, and it was so that our sin uh, could be forgiven. Um, while on the cross, Jesus quoted from Psalm 22. How does that psalm relate to the cross
1: yeah, I love this psalm. <laughs> it's one that, that we teach to kids, too, uh, where we talk about, particularly when we deal with this session of Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection, um, we will refer back to that psalm because Jesus quotes it directly um, from the cross, and not just Jesus quoting from the psalm, but um you know, there are other parts of this psalm that are also reflected in Mark's telling of Jesus' crucifixion, where he talks about um, Jesus being rejected by those who are around him. And, uh, and I think one of the things that I find the most fascinating about the psalm is is the fact that David wrote this at a time before Roman crucifixion was even a thing. And this psalm really clearly identifies what actually happens to a human body during Roman crucifixion, um, which is something that David would have had literally no knowledge of. Um, So, you know, we can talk about the inspiration of Scripture and how God gave Mm -hmm. these words to David to to write. um, Yeah. When, you know, it talks about his tongue sticking to the roof of his mouth, talks about being pierced uh, talks about people being able to see his bones. Um, They stare at him, they divided his garments. Um, So, I mean, all of those things were, were parts of Roman crucifixion that, that David would have had no knowledge of when he was writing that. Um, But it, it, it is, it's a very powerful message on God's sovereignty and why Jesus did what he what he did
0: yeah and so in my group recently um we were looking at this passage and one of my another person in the group she said i didn't ever realize this was that he was actually quoting psalm 22 and so that, that was an interesting discussion to have and i you know i thought but isn't it just another um isn't that just another affirmation that that the Old Testament prophesies about things that are fulfilled in the New Testament? And doesn't that just give us more mm-hmm. validation that what Scripture says is true?
1: Absolutely.
0: That's interesting. Uh, in verse 31, it says, in the same way, the chief priests with the scribes were mocking him among themselves and saying, he saved others, but he cannot save himself. Okay. Could Jesus have saved himself? That's our question. And what would that have meant for us?
1: So once again, absolutely. He could have done that. Um, It was well within his power. Uh, I think earlier in Mark's gospel, he talks about uh, Jesus telling his disciples, you know, that he has access to legions of angels uh, that could come and protect him. But Again, knowing that Jesus is 100% God and 100% human, he made the choice um, in his humanity to fulfill his father's mission. And I think that's what's important for us to stay away from that. You know, Jesus was completely devoted to his father's mission and doing what God sent him here to do. Um, Jesus could have saved himself. Sure. And that would have been disastrous for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but because Jesus chose to die and chose to offer himself, he saved many more yeah. instead. And, and I think that's what's so important for us to remember that because of that choice, because of Jesus choosing to die in our place, that he saved many more, um, than just himself.
0: Mm-hmm. It's really the the gospel in a nutshell that he was willing yep. to go and and be killed for us. Okay, our final question. Um, why is it significant that the temple curtain was torn in two?
1: So this is another one of those uh, favorite Bible stories that I that I love to tell to kids because it, it it's really fascinating uh, for them yeah. to think about. You know the the symbolism of the curtain. Uh, the curtain was very thick, uh, and it was there to separate the holy of holies from the the holy place. And just because God's presence, as it dwelt inside on the ark of the covenant, was so powerful and bright uh, that it needed something that that big to to uh, to keep his glory contained, if you will, uh, that may not be the best way to say that, Mm -hmm. but that's really, uh, that that's the purpose of the thickness of that curtain. So when Jesus died and that curtain was ripped, I think it's important to, to note that it was ripped from the top to the bottom. Mm -hmm. Uh, it wasn't ripped the other way. So no human could come in and say, Hey, you know, these priests all got together and decided, Hey, let's rip this curtain in half, which they wouldn't have been able to do begin with because of the, <laughs> the thickness yeah. of it. So, um, but I think it's important to to bring out that fact that the only way that that could have ripped is if God ripped it himself. Uh, so it ripped from the top to the bottom and that really gave people direct access to God. So no more need for animal sacrifice jesus mm-hmm. made that sacrifice no more need to go through a priest uh, to be forgiven of sin we have direct access to god is now available to everyone uh, because of that and and that's really the symbolism of what that what that meant when it happened
0: such a visual right like not even mm-hmm. just a torn curtain like what does that mean it was very important it needed to be there before this moment uh, but that it was torn uh, such a such a teachable moment such a visual for us to recall and then that it was torn as you said from the top um, it's really a, a beautiful image and a precious one to believers today uh, but certainly I'm sure it must have been shocking and confusing maybe at the time the people that were there but Okay. So each week we try to look at uh, and highlight a pack item or something that can be useful for group leaders as you prepare to lead your uh, lead your session. And so this week, pack item number 13 is especially good. Uh, it is a handout and it is a chart uh, that that includes prophecies of the coming Messiah that were made in the Old Testament. So it lists some Old Testament prophecies about what the coming Messiah would be like and experience. And then next to it, um, in the same chart, it lists where those were fulfilled in the gospel of Mark. And so it's not exhaustive. There's certainly more, but it's just a nice visual, um, easy to read and very clear way to look at some of the prophecies that were given and then how how they were fulfilled in Mark's gospel. So it's really helpful it could be a good, um, a good discussion guide to have with your group uh, and to make available to your group members. From time to time on the podcast we mention different resources in the Explore the Bible family that could include the leader pack, the adult commentary and quick source just to name a few. You can find out more about all of the Explore the Bible resources on our website at goexplorethebible.com. Tim, thank you for being here today.
1: Hey, thanks again for letting me be here. I really enjoyed it.
0: We appreciate it. Uh, We hope you'll join us next week for our discussion of Mark chapter 16, verses 1 through 14. Our guest hosts will be Gia Thornburg and Dwayne McCreary. So they are both regulars. We look forward to having you with us and hope you'll join us.